You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 26-year-old Erica Crippen Crosby of Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Erica had a daughter and she loved being a mom. She was with her daughter's father for a few years and then they broke up. Erica's mother passed away when she was 13, so her aunts shared the responsibility of raising her. She was a hospice care worker and she was going to school to become a doctor. Erica started dating Kyle Crosby, and in April of 2014, they got married. Then they were expecting a baby, and then they moved into a new apartment together. They seemed so happy. On January 7th, 2015, the school called Erica's aunt to tell her that Erica didn't show up to pick up her daughter from school. Erica's aunt went to Erica's house, and when they arrived, there was a lot of police cars Erica's apartment was a mess. There was broken glass on the floor. And Kyle was there with their three-month-old baby. He looked like he was high. The police put him in the car. Kyle was questioned by the police. He tells police that he was taking pain medication and that he hasn't seen Erica since New Year's Eve. Kyle tells police that he and Erica went to a local restaurant on December 30th, 2014. The next day, they wanted to go out for the night, but they had babysitting issues. So, he volunteered to stay home with the children while Erica went out with her friends. Apparently, he called Erica's aunt to ask if she can watch the kids so Erica can go out. But then, he called her back to tell her that he was going to watch the kids so Erica can go out. Erica's car was still at the residence when they got there. And he tells the police that Erica was picked up by her friends on New Year's Eve. He tells police that Erica has done this before and came back. So the police let him go. The police talked to Erica's family. And according to Erica's family, Erica was a great mom and she would never leave her kids. Erica loved social media. Apparently, she posted a lot on social media. But the last post was a picture of Erica and Kyle at a restaurant on December 30th, 2014. The police canvassed the neighborhood, but they didn't get any information. The police looked at Kyle's social media, and he posted on Facebook January 3rd that he needed a babysitter for the girls, which supported what he told the police. The police contacted Erica's cell phone carrier. They gave Erica's cell phone coordinates to the police, and they came up with a location. Echelon Road in Camden, New Jersey. There was a cluster of apartment buildings and there was a body of water close by. The police go out to that location, but they don't find anything. January 8th, 2015, nine days since Erica was last seen, the police go to Kyle's apartment and Erica's car was gone and Kyle was nowhere to be found. The police talk to Kyle's mom, Joe Crosby, and she tells them that she hasn't talked to Kyle since January 2nd. Erica's aunt reached out to Kyle's mother to ask if she knows anything, but she said she didn't. The police were looking for Kyle. Because of the condition of the apartment, they were going to charge Kyle with two counts of endangering the welfare of a child. The police still didn't know where Kyle was. 
Kyle's father called the police to tell them that Kyle called him that morning. And he gave the police the phone number that Kyle called from. It came back to a convenience store in Maryland. So the police had an idea of where he was. His license plate passed the Francis Scott Key Bridge. So he moved from New Jersey to Maryland. An off-duty police officer noticed the car that matched the description of Erica's car, and Kyle was driving it. Kyle was arrested on January 12th. Later that evening, the New Jersey police were called to let them know that Kyle was in custody. Apparently, Kyle went to Camden, New Jersey to purchase drugs, and he picked up a female and brought her back to his apartment. The police interviewed the female, and she tells police that Kyle told her she can go into Erica's closet and take whatever she wanted. The police were confident that Kyle was responsible for Erica's disappearance, but they still didn't have Erica's body. The police got a search warrant for Kyle's cell phone records, and Erica's car was seized as evidence. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. In the trunk, the forensic team found a shovel with sand on it, duct tape, and multiple wrappers of air fresheners. It looked like Kyle used Erica's car to dispose of her body. The forensic team opened the glove box and found a Garmin portable navigation device. The police used software to extract deleted messages on Kyle's cell phone. They found communication between Kyle and his mother that was deleted. Kyle was fighting with Erica and texting his mom at the same time. At 3.20 a.m., Kyle's mom texted Kyle, Please do not touch her in any way or form. And at 3.33 a.m., Kyle replied, I'm not that stupid. When the police talked to Kyle's mother the first time, she said she didn't recall talking to Kyle during that time. The police contacted Kyle's mother's cell phone carrier to get her cell phone records. Her phone pinged at a cell tower very close to Kyle's apartment on the early morning of December 31st, 2014, around 7 a.m. So Kyle's mother was close to Kyle's house. So the police speak to Kyle's mother again, and she tells them that she deleted a number of text messages between her and Kyle because the police already had them. She tells police that she went to Kyle's house that morning to babysit the girls while Kyle ran errands. She was charged with hindering apprehension and tampering with evidence. The police needed to find Erica's body. Her family put together searches. They were searching every day. The police reviewed the extraction of the navigation system, and it gave the police a record of where Erica's car had been. Kyle made 8,500 stops, and the police had to go through all of them, and they found two pre-programmed locations. One location was by the railroad tracks, and not far from that was a concrete plant. Kyle was looking for a place to discard Erica's body. The police went to the first location, the railroad tracks and Erica's body was not there. They went to the second location, a concrete plant, and it's a highly secure area. License plates were recorded. So the police looked through that, and Erica's car was not registered. So Kyle didn't bring Erica's body there either. The police examined locations where Kyle stopped for more than 10 minutes. There was an area where Kyle's car stopped for 5 minutes one night, and 2 days later for 14 minutes. Kyle stopped at the side of a country road. It's a wooded area 
of Sykesville, Maryland. March 17, 2015, 77 days since Erica went missing. The search team came down and found Erica's body. After weeks of not knowing what happened to Erica Crippen, grief-stricken family members got the news today that investigators found Crippen's body. Crippen's body was found off this rural road in Sykesville, Carroll County, Maryland. The body was wrapped in a blanket. Her ankles, wrist, and neck were tied with electrical cord. And there was duct tape around her mouth and nose. Her body was covered with brush, branches, and leaves to conceal it. The autopsy concluded that the cause of death was asphyxiation. Kyle pleaded guilty to one count of aggravated manslaughter and one count of hindering apprehension. He admitted he fatally choked Erica and brought her body to Maryland. 28-year-old Kyle Crosby seen here on video during a first court appearance in Burlington County Court. He's charged with the murder of his wife, 26-year-old Erica Crippen, missing since New Year's Eve. Because of the plea deal, the two counts of endangering a child were dropped and the charges against his mother were dropped. Using the evidence, the police were able to put together what happened that night. The night before New Year's Eve, Kyle and Erica went out for dinner and had a nice night. When they got home, something happened in the middle of the night and Kyle and Erica had an argument. Apparently, there had been numerous accusations of domestic disturbances and the police frequently visited their home. But Erica never pressed charges. Erica was preparing to leave him. And while Kyle and Erica were fighting, Kyle was texting his mom. He took Erica's life by asphyxiation. Then Kyle looked for a spot to dump Erica's body. March 10th, 2016, Kyle Crosby was sentenced to 28 years for aggravated manslaughter and three years for hindering apprehension. Kyle is serving his sentence at the New Jersey State Prison with a release date of October 2038. Wow, this is just awful. This is a man she was crazy about, that she wanted to build a life with. She trusted him, and he took her life. Kyle is exactly where he needs to be. And for everybody out there who knew Erica, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. And my husband and I have a podcast called 100% Brandy, so check that out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.